and welcome back to Fanfic House, a member of the Real Fans Podcast Network. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby. And this week, we are celebrating this glorious day that is May the 4th. Why May do the 4th I look be like with Kermit. you, everybody. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Emma's waving her arms up like, like Kermit the Frog, and it's great. And you know what? It's a day to celebrate. Yeah. May the 4th. May the 4th be with you, everybody. May the 4th Let's be see. with you. I love your sweatshirt. Thank you. It has Baby Yoda on it. And then mine mm-hmm. is the Her Universe Skywalker Academy one. Yeah. I love it. They're both very cute. Yes. Mine's from Hot Topic. I bought mine on <laughs> Disney Springs. Very nice. that's where all my money goes. Um, fat mood. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, we're going to talk a little bit about why we love Star Wars, just in general. Um, and then we're also going to talk about our top five favorite moments in Star Wars. This includes series. Um, We're also going to talk about what it's like to be a girl in the Star Wars fandom. Because, you know what? We're very few and far between, but we're growing in numbers, which makes me so happy. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our experience. Oh. And we're going to talk a little bit about our experience being uh, women in a male-dominated fandom. And then last but not least, we're going to round it all out with our top 10 favorite characters from the entire series. So, let's get started. Alrighty. So, Gabby, why do you love Star Wars? It's so hard to, like, pinpoint why. But I just do. <laughs> um, I, I feel probably bad. shouldn't have started. I probably shouldn't have started. Okay. But, um, yeah, I just, <laughs> it just makes me so happy. I love, I love it so much. I love the story. I love the characters. And I have for a little while now. Yeah. Um, let's see. I love that there are things that so many people can relate to. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, when it comes to, like, family drama. Everybody relates to family drama. Everybody has family drama. Nobody's family is perfect. I love that. Yeah. Um, I love that it's, like, a story that's completely timeless. Like, you can watch it. Like, it was timeless in the 80s, and it's timeless now. Oh, yeah. It's, it's one of those movies that forever will work. Yes. Forever. Yes. Um, well, one of those, one of the series that will work forever. Yeah. Um, cause like even Harry Potter can be dated at times. Like they are, yeah. are parts of Harry Potter that are dated. And like, there are parts of other films that are dated because they try to use, especially in Disney. Like if you're thinking of the Disney Renaissance, there's so many pop culture references in the Disney Renaissance yeah. with Mushu, with Phil from Hercules, with, with right, Genie. all of these genie of course genie is like the biggest one yeah um and that dates a movie yeah and when we have something like star wars that takes place in an a fictional world with fictional creatures and all this stuff it really is timeless there is zero like there's nothing that you're like oh that's very 80s yeah um Let's see. I think the story is fantastic. I think it's super well written until we get into like the the, the sequels. <laughs> I have my I have my uh, gripes with the sequels, but uh, in terms of like the original six, okay. In terms of the original six, I think it's a very good, good story and it's well written and yeah, I just really enjoy it. Um, what about you? I also love how timeless the story is, um, but my favorite like aspect of the franchise is kind of the found family aspect. 
mm-hmm. I mentioned this all the time. Um, I got into Star Wars right when Rebels was starting, which Rebels is just all about found families. Like, mm. that's the show pretty much. Um, but even look at, like, Rogue One crew and Anakin, Ahsoka, mm-hmm. and Rex, and, like, everyone. Like, Grogu and Mandalorian. Found right, families. exactly. Like, every main series has this, like, found family aspect, and it shows that, like, it doesn't need to be blood to be your family. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I completely agree. And I feel like we're found family. You're like a sister to me. I, love I know. You. Like I love a sister. you too. We're like best friends. Same. You're like my best friend. I <laughs> I don't think I talk to anybody more than I talk to you, except for like maybe my mom or my boyfriend. I agree. Like, same. Same. So, yeah, I feel like it's very... Very true to true to life, how things go. Yeah. Um, so now that we've talked a little bit about this, I mean, not not a ton, which was like, you know, that was kind of the plan. We just wanted a little yeah, we wanted little a little appetizer of like, why do you love Star Wars? Yeah, just like a little appetizer yeah. for the rest of this episode, which is going to be a love letter to Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> so um, shall we do like top so. five and then work our way down? Sure, yeah, let's go for it. And then honorable mentions last, or? Honorable mentions last. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. My top moment, and it's probably just because of how sentimental it is to me, um, is the end of season one of Rebels when the ghost crew finally, like, officially meets Ahsoka. This is the fifth, right? The fifth, the, the fifth moment? Yeah, this is my fifth moment. Okay. Um, so I got into Rebels, or Star Wars, when Rebels was starting, so I didn't watch Clone Wars before starting Rebels. Mm-hmm. So, when Ahsoka walked down that ladder, it was like, who's this Ahsoka character? And why is, like, everyone freaking out about her online? So then mm-hmm. I went and watched Clone Wars and kind of fell in love with the franchise with Rebels and Clone Wars. So without that moment probably wouldn't have met you because I wouldn't have done the Clone Wars musical. Right? (laughs) That's crazy to think about. Yeah. Okay, so I think my number five is um, the last episode of The Mandalorian. Yes. Um, Specifically, like, when they're all on the ship and then it's Cara Dune and Bo-Katan and... Oh, the random Mandalorian lady? Yeah, her I don't remember and one other. It was all women, I don't either. right? Yeah, it was that scene where they were all like fighting to get to the um to get yes. to the control room <laughs> yes. with Mando, and then Mando's there with Grogu. Yes, and then the scene that the um, voice actress of um, Sabine literally was like, "I love this scene. It's um I love like all the strong women of Star Wars with this scene in particular." And a mm-hmm. like person tweeted at her and was like there's always been strong women in star wars and she tweeted back being like i know i voiced one of them. i was one of them yeah that scene yes that scene <laughs> and then i also love the cameo we get at the end of the episode which i mean spoilers but like it's been two years yeah, so like come years. on <laughs> um when one of them i almost put in would have been more of a spoiler yeah with um Luke showing up at the very end to take Grogu away and honestly I cried so hard when Luke took Grogu away from Bando you need to watch Book of Boba 
I know, I know, I know, I know I do, I know. Okay. It's it's on my list. I have to watch Hawkeye still, too. I still have to watch Shang-Chi. I'm very behind. Watch Book of Boba before both of them. Okay. Fine. Because... Probably not going to start tonight. Because you can't watch um, Mandalorian Season 3 without Book of Boba. <sighs> Dang it. Okay. Um... So my number four, and I completely forgot about this scene, and I like literally changed one of my answers, um, is the Vader hallway scene at the end of Rogue One. Yes. Which again they like later kind of reference to with Luke fighting yes. in the hallway. Yes. So like kind of both, but like I remember like that was the first time we really saw like how much of a menace Vader was. Like, how yeah. badass he was. Yeah. I mean, we see it a lot. We, I mean, he's, but like, in he's battle. a little bit of a menace. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Because all we really see, like, all I can really think of is the Obi-Wan battle. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. I had to change one of mine, too, because I read one of yours, and I was like, oh, crap, that one, yeah. <laughs> so what's your number um, four? I think my number four is the fight on Hoth. Yes. It's just so iconic. Yes. I mean, they even reference it in Avengers <laughs> Civil War. I forgot about that. I was like, why did they do it in Avengers? And I'm like, it's my boy spider-man most definitely it's spider-man yeah right spider-man he ant-man gets giant and then spider-man goes hey i saw this thing in the super old movie movie. but empire strikes back yeah exactly and then he does the whole thing where he wraps around the legs and then ant-man falls and then it's like it's like the at-at's also i have a painting that i did well that i started of i started it months ago and i haven't touched it and forever. You should finish because it by this episode. I have had zero time. By the time this episode comes out, I will be in Ohio. <laughs> True. So I will have no time. I have no time today. For I have reference, no time tomorrow. it is April 13th when we are recording yeah. this May the 4th episode. <laughs> I have I have no time, okay? I'm going to be spending an entire week in Ohio, basically. Yeah, I feel that. So... No, I can't. So, I want to, but I can't. So our number three is the same. It's the same. And it is Yoda training Luke in Empire. Yes. Specifically, Specifically when Yoda orders him to like lift the sunken X-Wing ship out of the waters of the swamp and it crash lands and we get the do, do or do not, there is no try line for me. My specific one is when he's on his back and he's running through the forest so like, and then he does the handstand. So like oh the oh the seagull song, yes yes exactly. Which they reference in Star Wars Legos, like the new game that just came out. They kind of reference it like I'll, I'll send you the video, but he swings on a vine and literally goes like swing on a hairy vine, completed. <gasps> yes, I'll have to I love that. All the Star Wars Lego TikToks Sean has been sending me. I'm obsessed. Yes, he wants I me love to play it, which is why. I know the entirety of the song sequel, Stop It Now. 
and I love it so much. <laughs> and every time I watch it, it brings me so much joy. And um, yeah, that's that's part of the reason I love that scene is just when he's running and then he jumps and then he does his little handstand. And then I love when he like bangs R2-D2 with his little stick. <laughs> also, I love, how I love it for like the iconic line that came out of that. I mean, yeah, that too. That's also a good reason to love it. But I also love, I also love um, this. Okay, this is my unpopular opinion. I think Puppet Yoda from the first, from Empire Strikes Back was the best Yoda. Yeah. The best iteration of Yoda. CG Yoda sucks. Rebels Yoda is the worst. He's smooth. That's the only way I could describe it. It's just, he's smooth. Yeah. You know, I love okay. Clone Wars Yoda. I think he's second. Clone Wars Yoda is second after original puppet Yoda. Yeah. The worst one, the absolute, 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 it's like, bottom of the barrel is the prequels Yoda pre-CGI. <laughs> have you seen these photos? Yes, yes I have. They're terrifying. <laughs> I'm like, why couldn't we just use the original Yoda from, like, 1980? Yeah. Um, my cheeks hurt. I'm, like, smiling so much. I know. Um, but, so My yeah. number two is the Jedi of the Past coming to Rey in Rise of Skywalker. I really love that scene. I know you don't like the sequels. I don't. If they're okay. I, I love um, Rey. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> and plus, you get to hear Ahsoka's voice in that scene, and like, it's like actually Eckstein. Okay, that's pretty cool. And then Kanan and Jarrus as well. Like, they like literally brought back every Jedi that they could. I love that. That's 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 a good one. Yeah. Um, I think mine is the whole montage of uh, Anakin and Padme on Naboo. Yeah. When they're at the lake. Yeah. That whole thing. Love it. You need to read A Queen's Hope. I, I do. I, I'm only a couple chapters in. And like the first 10 chapters I've at least read that much are just on Naboo at the lake house getting ready for their wedding. <sighs> I will say that. Okay. I'll have Spoilers to read it, for I guess. Queen's Hope, I guess. I guess. Everyone knew it took place like right at the start of the Clone Wars, so I don't feel like that's a spoiler. No, it's not. So what's your number one favorite moment? Actually, what's our number one favorite moment? Because it's the same. <laughs> the Obi-Wan-Anakin fight in Revenge of the Sith. It's so good. It is. I almost put on my list, but I think it's just the song. Um, the Darth Maul fight in Phantom. The Little Fates fight. Yeah. I think it's just from the song, though. I don't think it's for the fight itself. I think the yeah, fight I, itself is actually kind of anticlimactic. I mean, what happens? Same. Qui-Gon gets cut in half. That's about it. No, Qui-Gon gets killed. Maul gets cut in half and then keeps That's what coming I meant. back. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> it's late. Okay, I'm tired. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it's just really good. It's just so good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like... The perfect mix of, like, heartbreaking and dramatic and, like, 
You don't want Obi-Wan to kill Anakin, obviously. You want him to, like, help him back. So you're so torn. It's, like, emotionally, yeah. like, just, ah! <laughs> yeah. And then you have poor Padme, who's just, like, huh. And it's, like, that's the only thing that bugs me about this. I know. Is that, like, she just, like, faints. And they're, like, she's dead now. Like, don't love that. But. <laughs> yeah. Everything else. So I will 10 let out of you 10. do your honorable mention first. Okay. My honorable mention is um, the Ahsoka cameo in Mandalorian. Okay. I love that moment, too. I mean, it's not a moment so much as it is, like, a whole episode, but yes. it's fine. Yes. One of mine okay. that I almost put, it happens in Book of Boba, so I won't say what it is. But mm-hmm. people probably know what it is, knowing me. Okay. <laughs> That's very cryptic. I can't spoil it for you. You've probably already seen it, though. Probably. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you. Just, uh, it was just funny. Just, okay. <laughs> um, so, I have three. One mm-hmm. of them is Ahsoka leaving the temple. I know it's like the ho- most heartbreaking scene of Clone Wars, or one of it them. It really is. But I love that. Uh, I I don't want to say I love that moment because like it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. But it's, it's good. <gasps> oh, also, can I just say the entire Mortis arc? How did I forget the Mortis arc? Can I just say the entire Mortis arc? Yes. Does that count as a moment? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with yes. Um, my next one kind of like starts off this whole franchise. It's Luke seeing the Leia message in A New Hope from R2. That one's Hope me, Obi-Wan great. Kenobi. You're my only hope. You're my only hope. Yeah, it's iconic. Yes. And then my last one is um, from Queen's Shadow. I always talk about this moment. I think it actually, mm-hmm. there's a moment in Queen's Hope, but I don't want to spoil it too yet, too mm-hmm. early yet, because it just came out. But it's Padme Amidala and Brea Organa talking about, like, wanting kids and everything. Just knowing the fact that, like, it's Padme and Brea. And, like, mm-hmm. Padme gives birth to Brea's daughter. Also, doesn't Brea say something along the lines of like, oh, I would like to have twins, a boy and a girl. No, and then Padme goes, Aiden. oh, my B, my B. In a different one. I think it was, oh, I forgot. Queen's Hope, Queen's Shadow, and Queen's something. <laughs> but I just love the E.K. Johnston books. Yeah. They're so I, good. You, you talk about them a lot, and I should probably read them. She's, she's the best Star Wars author. Okay, okay. But, you know, since I don't have time to read these books, I could listen to them yes. on today's sponsor, Audible. Ding! Again, I was talking about how I've been listening to E.K. Johnson's novel, Queen's Hope, that just came out, like, last week? This week? It came out very recently. Um, have you already listened to the whole thing? No, I need to finish it. Um, it is you're only chapter ten though. Of like thirty. Oh, okay. I I'm like a quarter of the way through the book right now, but I really like it. 
I think my highlight is so it's the voice actress who voices um, Padme in Clone Wars is the lady who's narrating this book, reading. Oh, it okay. And there's a Yoda moment in one of the early chapters, and she does a great Yoda impression. And you should just listen to the novel for that reason. I love it. It's my favorite thing. I, like, stopped what I was doing because I was like, oh, my God. Just imagine Padme trying to do Yoda's voice. I love it. I love it. I can hear it now. (laughs) I love it. So if you want to read this book on Audible, uh, go to the link in the description down below and you can get a free trial for 30 for 30 days. And uh, if you're a Prime member like Emma and I both are, you get two book credits. If you're not a Prime member, don't worry, you still get one book credit, which is enough for lots and lots and lots of books on the platform. Also, in your 30 days, you are uh, able to access Audible's unlimited selection of podcasts and uh audible originals so go ahead and follow the link down below that's audibletrial.com forward slash fan same way it's spelt everywhere else and uh get those for 30 days for free Alrighty. so shall we move on about our probably the like most serious topic today <sighs> yeah I don't like having to talk about this stuff on May the 4th because it's like, it's such a celebration day. However, I feel like it would be remiss to have this episode and not talk about what it's like being a girl in the Star Wars fandom. Because I'll be honest, it's not great sometimes. No. Really, it's... (sighs) It's hard. Yeah. Um... I think one story that just, like, kind of mentions how much, or, like, kind of sums up how it is to be a woman in Star Wars is, Mm -hmm. I remember this one time, my friend, actually, my friend who I'm the maid of honor for, she was introducing me to someone in our church group um, last semester, um, and she mentioned how I was a huge Star Wars fan because she knew that he was. And what came afterwards was, like, trivia time. (sighs) I hate that. And at first it started off with, like, what's your favorite movie? And when I said Return of the Jedi, he was like, a true Star Wars fan says Empire. Yuck. Yeah. So then no, I was like, you can have a favorite. That's stupid. Or I think he said something about, like, how normally people, like, normally Star Wars fans say Empire. I disagree. My I, favorite is Attack of the Clones, so. Yeah. Um, and then he started asking me, like, movie-slash-franchise questions. Like, who is Luke's master? What ship does Han Solo fly? Oh, come on! We're the most stupid question, just because this character is no longer in fucking canon, because he was a Legends character, is Revan. TBH, I don't know who this character is until you- I didn't know who this character was until you explained it to me, but yes, stupid question. And, like- I knew how to, like, get through all of them, obviously, like... Just for those who don't know, who oh. is who is this? So, there was a... So, it started off, like, early, early, like, ancient Sith stuff, and there was, like, this Dark Lord of the Sith named Darth Revan. And mm-hmm. then, years later, 
this Revan was born and he was like a Jedi Padawan and he left the temple mm-hmm. and became like Sith Lord Revan of like Sith myths. Mm-hmm. And you play him in, I think it's called Knights of the Old Republic. It's a mm-hmm. game made in 2003. And I think mm-hmm. the whole twist at the end is you are Darth Revan. Like, you've been That's playing weird. as that character. And, like, so my ex, um, he was a huge, like, he was a huge Star Wars fan. Like, we started dating, like, right when Force Awakens came out. Jeez, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I feel old. Um, but I don't know. Like, but his favorite character was Darth Revan, and he like wrote a but like a fan fiction that I don't know if it exists anymore. But he his character was Darth Revan in it. Mm-hmm. Like he was a huge Darth Revan stand. So I know like a weird amount of Darth Revan for someone who like hates that people still bring him up because he's no longer canon because Disney bought Star Wars. And decanonized so much stuff. Yeah. I think the one thing I'm mad about is Mara Jade doesn't exist in canon. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's Luke's wife in Legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just... I don't appreciate being undermined every time I bring it up. Same. To like people, to like these. I'm known super... as the Star Wars girl. I'm known as the weird Star Wars girl now at my church. Good, honestly. Yeah. We're doing because, an award like, show next week. How many am I gonna get? How many nominations am I gonna get for like a Star Wars related thing? Probably a lot. <laughs> but like, it just don't appreciate feeling undermined and constantly having to like assert that I actually watch these films and like I actually enjoy things from it and like read lore and you know watch it all can I mention how the the person from my church how he hadn't seen like rebels and like stuff like that so I was able to like answer really weird rebels questions good and it was great. One of my friends from church just finished Rebels, and I felt so bad, by the way. Does that mean you're going to feel bad when I finish Rebels? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you ship Hanan and Kara, or Hera and Kanan. <laughs> Hanan and Kara. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. But, like, I also really don't appreciate, like, um... Like, especially when I post, like, OC content. Oh, like, Duchess Gabriella or Son of Gabriella, whatever. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, Because Emma and I both have uh, Star Wars OCs on our TikTok. Go follow us. (laughs) Um, And uh, they're they're in love, very much in love. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's not really a spoiler. It's been out for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but, like, people are like, oh, you know, that's not, like, a real character, right? And I'm like, bruh, literally, it's my OC. I know it doesn't exist. Like, yeah, it's an OC. I've never gotten that on my page. Oh, I've gotten one or two people who are like, don't you know that, like, like, they're like, who is this character? I've never heard of him. Like, this isn't real. And I'm like, yeah, it's because they're into 
they're an original character, bud. <laughs> like, literally, yeah. she has the same name as me for a reason. I just remembered a story with one of my cosplays. So I cosplay Ray, which gets a whole group of Star Wars fans to my account. It's great. Yeah. Um, and I always use Ray Skywalker because he's a Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get all sorts of Ray's a Palpatine. Mm-hmm. He's not a Skywalker. Right. Bullshit. And then I saw this. I saw this TikTok the other day, and it was this guy complaining that Ray was on the new Lego Star Wars logo. That she was like a part of the group. Yeah. And somebody stitched it and was like, no, that's just gatekeeping. You're just being a jerk. Well, and I haven't read it, so I don't know the exact quote, but in the Rise of Skywalker novelization, there's a whole mm-hmm. line where Poe took up the Organa name in honor of Leia, and she mm-hmm. took on the Skywalker name in honor of, in honor of Luke. Luke, yeah. Which is why she's Rey Skywalker. Yeah. Also, also because he was more of a father to her than, like, anyone else. Yeah. Like, found families are the whole point of Star Wars. Thank That's, you. Like, it goes back to what we were saying at the very beginning. Like, the whole idea of it is having a found family. And sometimes it does include your real family, right? Yeah. Like, Luke and Leia and, like, you know? Yeah. But the whole point of it is finding your found family. And how awesome is it that Ray and Luke have such a close bond that she feels comfortable to take his last name? Yeah. You know? And it, it just, just bothers me. Yeah. And then, like, going back to what you said about, like, getting bombarded with questions that's never fun because then if i hesitate even for just a second they're like oh you don't really know and i'm like i just remembered another question that was brought up and i knew more horror about it than he did and it was kyber crystals oh my gosh (laughs) i think he also asked me what lightsaber form i like the best and i couldn't think of the number i like but i knew the characters of it Mm mm-hmm and it was because my other OC, Kana, has that same one. And it's yeah. the one that Plo... I cannot speak today. Plo Koon? Yeah. Okay, I can speak today. Plo Koon and Anakin use. Yeah. Which I think is five. Don't quote me on that. Star Wars fans. They're going to come for us in the comments. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, like, I, I just don't understand. Yeah. I just, the thing that bugs me, I think, the most about all of it is that people are like, oh, you just like it because you like Leia. And it's like, okay. (laughs) Yes, I appreciate her as a character. Yes, I think she is a much-needed, strong female role model. She is on my top five list, but very low. I will say that. Yeah. Like, yes, I love her, and yes, there are great things about her, but there are also other wonderful female characters that I love. And I don't love them just because of that. Yeah, same. You know, I love these films because of the story behind it, not because of these characters that people think I'm supposed to like. I know. So I agree. I don't know. I think we should move on from this topic because now I'm sad. Same. Okay, 
So we know this is a short episode, but we wanted to keep it short and sweet just because, you know, there's so much we could talk about with Star Wars and we've talked about so much and we just want to keep this one short and sweet, nice little easy peasy listening. So we're going to talk about our top 10 favorite characters and then we're going to give a little reasoning as to why each one is our favorite, starting with number 10, Emma, hit it. Chewbacca. Okay. Oh. Oh no. I I I just miss Chewy hugs at Disneyland. <laughs> at Disney World. They start back up on Friday. Monday. Or Monday. When we're recording this, April eighteenth. I April eighteenth. I, I, I just love Chewbacca so much. I I can't like put a reason to why I love him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I understand. He just he just. He's so he's he's a great character. He's sassy, but not and <laughs> he's what made the solo film bearable. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. I don't like solo. I don't think I think there's a very small handful of people who do. The only time I've seen Solo was when Sean and I were still friends, and we were both like, "Let's watch a movie together." And for whatever reason, we chose Solo. I think it's because I hadn't seen it at all yet. To clarify, you and Sean became more than friends. Not that you guys are like not friends yeah, anymore. Yeah, before we started dating. There you go. Yes. Um, because we would watch Clone Wars in his dorm room before we started dating, like the newest season. <laughs> I just spit on my computer. <laughs> it's one so of who's numbers. your number 10? Anakin Skywalker himself. Um, I just... I like him in the Clone Wars a lot more than I like oh, him in like, yes. the films. Him in Clone Wars is great. <laughs> Honestly, that's why I put him at number 10 is because I like him way better in the Clone Wars than I like him in the films. Um, but he's great in the films, too. <laughs> Emma's face says otherwise, but <laughs> this is why he's at the bottom and not at the top. Okay. <laughs> What's your number nine? Kanan Jarrus from Star Wars Rebels. I have three Rebels characters on my list. I will say You do. That. You do. Again, Rebels is what got me introduced into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I don't know. I real Kanan just, like, is such a tra- I don't want to say such a tragic character, because that seems weird. But, like, we see him in Bad Batch as, like, a literal, like, 12-year-old in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I am playing with this on my lap, this thing. <laughs> for one of my later reveals for characters I like. I know, I can hear it. It, like, snapped. <laughs> yeah. I cannot... Okay, hands behind my back. Um, But we see him as, a like, a 12-year-old in the Clone Wars, or in Bad Batch. And mm-hmm. he's... um, And we see him live through Order 66, which is talked about in Rebels before, like how his master told him to run when the troopers started fighting. But mm-hmm. I think seeing that in Bad Batch really solidified how tragic that was. Because, again, he was, like, what, 12, 13? He was, yeah. a, he was a tween, I, I'm yeah. going to assume. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, like, 
besides Ahsoka, we really haven't seen someone, like, live through Order 66. And, um, Fallen Order. Cal Kestis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, they're the only, like, ones that we really see live through Order 66 as Jedi. I mean, also Besides Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. But, like, I'm talking and about, Yoda. like, and Yoda. But I'm talking about, like, of the young ones. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Of the younglings that weren't just, like, slaughtered. Yeah. Again, number ten. <laughs> number ten. <laughs> For a reason. Who's your number nine? Everybody's, well, at least my favorite droid, I2D2. He's not my favorite droid, but he is on my list. He's my fave. I love him. He's so sassy and he never has to say a word. And I love him. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all I have to say. That's that's basically the whole reason I love him. You? My number eight is Ray Skywalker. I I don't know why I love her so much. I think like when I started cosplaying her, I really like delved into her character more. I see a lot of her in you. I, I do, too. And I again, see, like... You guys have a lot of similarities. That was the first, like, series. Like, the sequels is kind of what I grew up with in Star my Star Wars fandom. That and Rebels. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what? When did Force Awakens come out? 2015? Yeah, I think so. When did Rebels start? I think 20... 2014. Okay, there you go. So, yeah, like, both of them came out, like, right around the same time. And I just, yeah. I don't know. No, I, I get it. You have a, you have a connection to her. I, I understand. Can we I get, get Ray get... books? <gasps> we don't have Ray books. That would be cool. E.K. Johnston, right? E- Ray books. At E.K. Johnston. Because she wrote the really good Ahsoka book, the three uh-huh. great Padme books, and the Leia book that I love. That and I think it's great. an Urso book. That are all great. All great. Yeah. Okay. My number eight is Chewy. Okay. So for the same reasons you said, hugs, ten out of ten. Um also he's just he's just a great great character. Love him. Ten out of ten. Chewy. Also we love Amazing. We love life Dave. Life Day we're doing is that. a beast of its own. Girl, girl, we're doing that in November when it's Life Day. Life Day is a whole We are beast doing of that in own. November when it's Life I Day. I know. <laughs> so my number seven is R2. He's not the only droid on this list, but he is the first. I know. Um, he's, he's good. He's, a, he's, a, he's just a slow I, I love R2. I love him so much. Because, like... I don't know why this is the first scene that came to mind of R2, but I'm going to roll with it. Um, in Clone Wars. Okay. Um, when he, like, I don't want to say, like, when he, like, shoots out all the lightsabers on um, Nigeria and, like, helps aid everyone. I don't know why yes! that was the first scene that came to mind. Mine was in, <laughs> oh, gosh, is it in Revenge of the Sith when... Uh... He's in the factory, in the droid factory? I think so. 
Is that yeah? Because it's during the it's it's on Mustafar, right? No, it's not. It's during the battle, right? Is this then? I don't know. It's also like the iconic moment of Star Wars, Leia's message. Oh, I mean, duh. Yeah, but no, I'm thinking of when he's in the factory <laughs> with um with with um C3PO, and they're like trying. They're like, <laughs> I just can't even. I can't even think about when it is, but I just remember this so vividly when he's like hovering over all the belts, the conveyor belts, yes. and all the, the droid parts. Yes. That, that's what I think of when I think of him. Also, when he gets, when he puts in, um, in, um, uh, in Return of the Jedi, when he sticks his little thing his little like port in the communicator thing and he gets zapped yes then too oh my gosh my cheeks hurt from like smiling so much so who's your Uh. number seven han solo yeah yep i mean uh millionaire playboy philanthropist (laughs) (laughs) i mean no but (laughs) yeah kinda yeah i mean also Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> my next one. Also, really quick. Also, my Star Wars D&D character is basically a female version of Han Solo for yes. a reason. Um, so my Go next ahead. one, my number six, is Princess Leia Organa, our general. Mm-hmm. I love her. Love I, her. I can't even, like, place why i love her i think it's her spirit she started an entire movement yes she was the one who said it is perfectly fine and it is okay for women to be into sci-fi yeah really she's the first one who said sci-fi can be feminine yeah and it's okay yeah oh no i yeah and there's this there's this uh documentary series it's a docuseries on sci-fi that i've been dying to watch that's looking for leia and it's about women in cosplay in fandom i need to watch this i think one of the scenes i think of with leia that i really love is actually I don't know why I keep on going back to the books today. They're on your mind. That audible plug really helped. Yeah. Um, but in the Leia book, she finds out that her father's been working for the Rebellion. And she's 16 in the book. And she's like, I want to help. How can I help? I love that. Yeah. And her father's like, no, you you should not help. Um, go away, daughter. And then, um, oh, what's her name? Mon Mothma? Yeah, uh-huh, Mon Mothma. She's, like, a great aunt to Leia, by the way. I love We've her We've talked about this so and how much. amazing she is. Um, But she's kind of the one who's like, no, you're, you're coming with me. You're going to help with the rebellion. And I just... Mm-hmm. She's that, like, tell your dad he can... And we're going to do the rebellion thing. So her Rebels cameo... I, I just love that moment. Because mm-hmm. it reminds me of when I was on my Disney cruise and I met Ezra and Sabine. And it was pre that mo- mo- episode coming out. And I was like, I'm Leia Organa. Because I was dressed as Leia. 
Aww. And it was Ezra and Leia's first time meeting, and then they met, like, two weeks later when that episode came out. So I like to say that I predicted that. <laughs> it's like me in an acting class where I, pre- I predicted, like, the third or fourth Pirates of the Caribbean movie with, like, mermaids. I was the Little Mermaid, and the other scene partner was Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> It was, yeah, same thing. Or it was like, same vibe. it was a couple months later after I met him. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's cool. Yeah. My number six is the incomparable Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love I mean, I mean, we'll get into it. A little bit later, because spoiler, she's later on Emma's list. Um, I'll let her. I think like, everyone gush. knows that she's on my list and where she's on my list. Yeah, but suspense. Um, so I think I'll my let, next one is a bigger surprise. Maybe. I'll let Emma do all of the talking for Ahsoka, but I just I love her and I love Ashley Eckstein and I love that she started our universe, her yes, universe to begin with. Now our, our universe. universe. Um, because honestly. NGL, our universe has some of the only cute, nerdy merchandise I can find as of late. Yeah. Literally anything I find, I'm like, oh, that's cute. I'm like, oh, of course, it's our universe. Yeah. This is our universe. Yeah. This one, I think, is a Hot Topic exclusive, but I'm not sure. So my next character. (laughs) The chaos. Is the one of my criminal. other rebel characters. It's probably my most unhinged answer. <laughs> as he slowly appears on he my He is screen. the most unhinged character, period. I relate to him. I'm the unhinged Star Wars character. It is Chopper. <laughs> I love how you're like, I relate to him because I am also unhinged at times. <laughs> He's gonna fall over, but yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> He's great. He's great. I-, I love Chopper. He has the most body count in all of Star Wars. But like, he's also like, I don't want to be like, you know, also so supportive. But um, he's so supportive of Hera after the 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 episode entitled Jedi Knight, and I love that. I I love him and Hera's relationship so much. Mm-hmm. Because he's who... been with her since she was a literal child. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my my uh, Star Wars D and D character and her her droid remind me a lot of Hera and Jumper. Yeah. Like, he is also very unhinged. Me. <laughs> okay, I figured it out. You just need to play the droid. <laughs> I forgot his name, but you just need to play him. I think it's R9. I think it's R9, too. Please. Because <laughs> oh. I'm unhinged with... So that's a remote control <laughs> thing, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a remote control droid from Galaxy's Edge that Sean got me <laughs> for my birthday. Uh-huh. Um, along with a Leia lightsaber. So, wow, both mm-hmm. my characters in a row there. Um, yeah. 
But the shunt was over, and I was just, like, ramming Chopper into the door. <laughs> so I'm going, well, he was, like, getting something from the other room. <laughs> yeah. And that isn't the most, like, Chopper thing to do. It really is. And that was my first instinct, was to do that. And R9 is, like, Walmart Chopper. <laughs> Also, my favorite thing is to do is, like, spin it around while he's, like, grumbling and being like, right. <laughs> Yes. 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 So, um, I already spoke about my number five. We already spoke about her, uh, Leia. Yeah. I love so, Leia. So, I mean, I've already said what I had to say. There's nothing more to say. Leia, I can't. I will let you talk more about my next one. Uh, my next one is the queen herself, Padme Amidala. Um, I will let Gabby speak about her. I think the one thing I want to say is when we were coming up with Duchess Gabriella and Senator Emra back a year ago, all I said was, what? More than a year ago now. Um, all I said was, I want to be a senator like Padme Amidala. Yeah. And, And yeah. Yeah. Also, the Padme books are great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll talk about her. I have a yeah. I have that's a whole what I was like. I want to let you talk about it. Thanks. So, who okay. is your number four? My number four is the incomparable, oftentimes also unhinged, <laughs> Jedi Master Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He's very unhinged. I mean, it, um, the the seagull song. Yep, seagull song. <laughs> yeah, that that's all you gotta know. Seagull, stop it now. Is like that's like the pinnacle of like unhinged, and I love it because it's. I just remembered about another favorite Arabesh moment that I found out about in the Lego game, but it has to do with Kylo Ren. So like every time okay. character's introduced, it has like Arabesh under it. And people mm-hmm. have been translating it. And every time Kylo Ren enters, it says "Big Daddy Issues." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yup. Um, but um, I also love Master Yoda because while unhinged, he also offers some great advice, and that reminds me a lot of myself. <laughs> Oftentimes, I'm crazy ketamine frog. Other <laughs> times. Other times, I can actually be kind of wise. Have you never heard of that? That Yoda is just like a giant ketamine frog? Oh, there's some good memes. Also, in the... um, There's a Star Wars MMORPG. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head right now. I've only played it, like, twice. And, uh, And the whole time I played as Yoda... And uh, there's like there's a bunch of things Yoda can do, uh, but the whole time I was just like flipping around, just jumping and flipping around, and then I would like slash somebody with my lightsaber and then just do flips everywhere. It was a good time. I could like force stuff open. I did that too, but yes, I love Yoda for many reasons. Also, I love his little master chair, his council chair. Yes. It's like regular chair, regular chair, regular chair, regular chair, tiny chair, regular. <laughs> I just remembered an honorable mention. Okay. Plo Koon. Yeah. 
Wish I should have said, uh. <laughs> Mace Windu. <laughs> I hate Mace Windu. What? That's a topic for another episode. <laughs> okay. Oh, another honorable mention. Gogurt! Yeah. That, that's Groku. I just. Shout out to Why Justine. are the two uh, honorable mentions I also just thought about both Rebels characters? Because you just you just love Rebels. I just it's love okay. the Ghost Crew. The yeah. the members of the Ghost Crew. Uh, um, Sabine and Ezra. I also would like to say I'm not the biggest fan of Zeb. Okay. That's why I was like, okay. I cannot say the entire Ghost Crew. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so we both have the same number three. For the same reasons, I'm pretty sure. Probably. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah. I love Obi-Wan. I mean, just to start off, I mean, Hugh McGregor. Yeah. Um, second of all, he's just, he's, he's, a, he's a staple in the series. He's yeah. The entire, the entire original six the original three, the original, well, three, well, not all of them. No. Well, I guess. He shows up Force Ghost in all of them. Yeah, I guess you're right. He is Force Ghost in the other two. Um, But he's just, he's a staple. He's, even as, even as, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, he is. Yeah. Also, also, I forget who it is, but have you seen the one TikToker that's doing, like, a sad Obi-Wan quote every day until we get Obi-Wan Kenobi. Show. No. <laughs> I think it's someone that's a part of um, Generations. Okay. I think she's with the Senator. She's a lawyer in real life. So she's been like, yeah. I'll that's have to cool. send you some of them. But yeah, she okay. does it like from the books and everything. And it's just like doing that every day until um, the Obi-Wan show releases on... I should not have said on. It's on that Friday. Right? What Friday? Obi-Wan Kenobi show. I don't know. What Friday? May 27th. Didn't they just extend it? Oh, it was extended from this weekend, huh? No, it was supposed to be May 25th, and now it's May 27th. Oh, okay. Um. Excuse me. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I just love Obi-Wan... I think Clone Wars is what solidified my love of Obi-Wan. I agree. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I mean, he's such a good, loyal friend. Yes. Like, how many times could he have just, like, gone and, like, told on Padme and Anakin to the council? (gasps) Can I talk about my favorite Obi-Wan scene in all of Clone Wars? It's in season seven of Clone Wars. And Anakin is doing a little um, Zoom call with Padme with Rex um, standing at the door um, guarding the conversation. And Obi-Wan comes up and is like, hey, Rex, how you doing? And it's like, is Anakin in there? I want to talk to him. And Rex is just like awkward, like, uh, no, he's not. Oh, he's like shouting my um, helmet. And he's like, 
why are you here? <laughs> and then Anakin walks out and is like, bye, Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan <laughs> calls and is like, I hope you said hi, um, hi to Padme for me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's a mentor. He's an older brother. He's a friend to all of them, really, to Padme, Anakin, Ahsoka, and Rex. Yeah. So. If we got the Skywalker family, like, actually, like, Anakin, Padme, raising Luke and Leia, Mm -hmm. he would have been such a great uncle. Oh, such a good uncle. He would have been Luke's godfather. Absolutely. And Ahsoka would have been Leia's godmother. Oh, for sure. And Rex would have been Leia's godfather. Mm-hmm. I don't know about... Sabe as Luke's. Oh, I was going to say Satine would live in this world and she she would be the one. Because she and Obi-Wan would be married. <laughs> yeah. Which brings me to my number two. Okay, you can do your number two first. Which is... Which Satine. is Satine. Or Duchess. Yeah. I mean, she was my inspiration for my OC. For the most part, with, with a lot of help from my number one. But she is kind and just such a wonderful overall character. Yeah. Plus, yeah. plus, let's be honest about Corky here. Every time we bring up Satine on this show, we bring up Corky. We have to bring up Corky every time. Corky must not fall into obscurity. He is the love child of Satine and Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't care what anybody else thinks. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. There is no way Bo-Katan is that kid's mom. Yeah, they don't have another sister at Dave it's Filoni. Just Come them. on the show and answer our question. At Dave Filoni. Everybody at Dave Filoni. Because we need him on the show right now so that we can talk to him about I ooh, love how, all of but, our like, problems. Two weeks ago, we were at da- um, Dan Povenmire. Adding Dan Povenmire, yeah. Dave Filoni. I mean, hey, we got Sasha and we added her like forever ago. Yeah. So, nothing is impossible. So, my number two is a Rebels character. <laughs> it's the last Rebels character. Um, it's Harrison Dua. Mm-hmm. Which, we've, we've been new, sis. Yeah, again, I love her droid. <laughs> her um, tiny droid child. Yeah, that's my droid child. I, I play with him a lot. That is my stress reliever from studying mm-hmm. it is the that. the the late night snapchats are fire yeah they're they're <laughs> they're pretty good i have ideas for later ones with oh, chopper great. oh great um, not for tonight that's all I'm, that's all i'm gonna be getting for the rest of tomorrow probably um <laughs> how did i know well, tomorrow, uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you what tomorrow is um, when we leave. Um, but I don't know. I just love Harrison Dua because she was our first. I, I mean, of course, we had to take Ray as a pilot, but like she's our first like pilot pilot. 
like, main character female pilot. Mm-hmm. And I just love her so much. She's just... I feel like out of all of the Star Wars characters, I relate to her the most. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is, like, about her that I relate to her the most. I've only seen, like, one episode of Rebels. I know. So I can't speak too much to this. Also, my friend... Hayden, he just finished Rebels. Like he's been watching all of Star Wars um, to catch up with me. It, it's great. It's great hearing his reaction to things. Um, I've watched um, Satine's death with him for the first time, and that was probably one of the most heartbreaking moments to watch. Cause I literally cried at Satine's death, like so actual that, sobbed. So he had been texting me like that week, and I knew he was near the end of season five. I really love Satine. Because he watched, like, all of um, Clone Wars in, like, two weeks. It took me, like, four months to watch all of Clone Wars. That's impressive. He has a lot of time on his hand. He had already turned in, like, his master's thesis. So it was just, Uh like, waiting back to hear how it did at that point. Mm -hmm. So he he watched all of Clone Wars. He was texting me how like Satine was his favorite character, and I was like, "Oh crap!" And the same like, thing oh, kind of happened with Rebels too, and I felt so bad because he told me who his favorite characters were, and then I was like, "Oh shit! You're near the end of season three. You're near the Jedi Knight episode. The episode's called Jedi Knight." Do you want me to take my headphones out so you can say it? Sure. Okay, I'm going to take him out. Just give me, like, a thumbs up when you're done. Okay. So, it was when Hera and Kanan, uh, or when Kanan dies at the end of season three, nearish to the end of the show. Um, and he had texted me earlier this week saying that Hera and Kanan, like, that couple was his favorite ship in the show. And I was like, oh, crap. He's about to get to the Jedi Knight episode and see Kanan die right after Hera confesses her love. And, yeah, he loves Hera so much, just like I do. Um, I want to get him on so we could do a top ten with him or ask him. And, yeah. (laughs) Gabby has her dog now. (laughs) She's swimming. (laughs) I've collected a squirmy doggo. Yeah. Let's go into our number ones. I feel like they're so obvious at this point. I think they're really obvious because they are us. Oh, that's cute. My little paint pot, I like drew the design on. Ahsoka. Duh. We've been known that Ahsoka is my favorite Star Wars character. For a long time. I mean, just watch the Clone Wars one-year anniversary musical stream. I was her. Yeah. You did a really good job. Even though you had a really hard time with that song, I was really proud of you. I want to re-record it so bad. I need Great to. Great Jedi? Yeah. Yeah, do it. I'm very proud of you. You did a good job. It was so hard. It I know, was, it's really it was high. Like, it, it was like Sondheim and really high. And I'm, I, I, I'm a low mezzo. I know, and I wrote it in, like, my range, which is, like, all over the place. It literally goes from, like, 
down in the bottom of my register to all the way to like pretty high. <laughs> I know Emma's like it beat out the top of your register. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's fine, but I can't even pinpoint why I love Ahsoka. You've said that for the last like four characters. I know. Don't judge me. I I talked a little bit why I like Tara and uh not really why I like Tara. I talked about really. a tragic moment of why I like Tara when you were um out of headphones. <laughs> but I think it's just because again I just went to see Ashley Eckstein over my spring break, mm-hmm. like do a speech about Ahsoka. And her talking about just her journey with the audition of the for the character just, like, was a very big inspiration to me. Because I think she had originally gone in for Padme. And they're mm-hmm. like, you, you sound too young to play Padme. But we have this, like, 14-year-old Jedi girl that we're trying to cast. The only thing is, I think she was albino in the original script. Like, she had, an, like, some sort of accent. Mm-hmm. I forget what accent. But, um, and Ashley Eckstrom was like, I cannot do that. But, but she, like, gave an attempt at whatever accent they were asking her to do. And then they called her back, and she worked really hard on it. And then hmm. da- she, Dave Filoni stopped her during her audition and was like, can you try, like, to add even more of the accent when you're doing? And she stopped. And looked at Dave Filoni and was like, um, I think I'm already doing a lot. And was like really snippy to him. Which is how she got the role. Because they were looking for someone that could be really snippy. Yeah. I mean, that's why she's called Snips. Snips. That's why my username is Snips. I just put that together. Oh my god. Gabby. I just put that one together. Yeah. Emma looks like she just saw something life-changing. No, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what accent it was. And, like... Okay. I, I, I'm gonna have to watch the video. Oh, wait. Icelandic. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Can I retell this story? Yeah. Because people who are albino are people who have, like, no melanin in their skin. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I have been drinking vodka. You let me drink vodka on this episode. I didn't even know till you were like, hey, I have this. And I was like, okay. It's too late then. So, Kara, cut that whole thing out. Start this over. What? I said, let's start it over. Very okay. beginning. Hi, this is... No, I'm just kidding. So, again, like, I just went to go see Ashley Eckstein speak about um, Ahsoka and her whole journey with Ahsoka um, during my spring break. She talked about her audition process, and she had gone in for Padme, but the casting team, which included Dave Filoni, said that she sounded too young for Padme mm-hmm. and was like, we have this 14-year-old Jedi girl Try this out. She's brand new. The only thing is she has an Icelandic accent. Ashley Eckstein didn't know what that meant or, like, how to do one. So she, like, gave an attempt at it and called her agent and was like, I am not, I did not get that job. 
mm-hmm. no. But she got a callback. And so she worked really hard on this Icelandic accent for the callback. And when she went in to actually do the callback, she was doing it. And Dave Filoni stopped her and was like, can you add more of the Icelandic accent no. when you are, like, speaking for it? No way. Yes. And she <laughs> said to the casting director. And Dave Filoni. And Dave Filoni. Um, I think I'm already given a lot of this accent. Um, uh, or whatever. I don't know exactly what she said, obviously, because that was 2008. But she was, like, really snippy to him, which is how she got the job. I love it. Just yeah. be yourself. I guess that's the moral of it is just yeah. be also, yourself. she made this children's book called I Am a Padawan. I think is that that's what it's called, Ahsoka. Um, Ashley Eckstein did. And she read parts of it out and was talking about Ahsoka's journey. It was like, I make mistakes. Like, I am a Padawan. I make mistakes and all this stuff. And it was like her talking about, like, different moments in Clone Wars Aww. that Ahsoka grew from. Mm, that's really cute. Yes. I'm really mad that I wasn't one of the first 50 people because I would have gotten a signed copy of that book. Lame. I was two rows from the first 50. Oh. Dang. Well. Okay. My number one. My number one is my favorite. She is... I just have such a special connection with this character. And it's Miss Padme Amidala. I just... She's so strong and she's vocal and she doesn't care about what other people think. Yes. And I love that about her. And coming from a girl who struggled really hard with saying things that were on her mind, I still struggle with it now. Hearing her be assertive and strong and powerful and have a voice for someone who felt like, you know, in high school and like that I didn't really have one, you know, I felt totally invisible in high school to a lot for a long time. And seeing a character that was so strong and powerful and present was so amazing that it totally, like, changed my entire perspective on so much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's my role model. (laughs) And... Ahsoka was my role model. Yeah. In, like, middle school when I first... Start watching Star Wars. Oh, they all. She still is. Bad way. I. Like, oh, she still is. Again, my username on TikTok yeah. and Instagram is Snippy Emma for Ahsoka Tano snips. Yeah. Snippy. Yeah. So, and she also strongly, very, 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 very strongly influenced my OC. Like I said, it's like if Satine and Padme had a love child, that'd be my character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like, I don't. I don't hopefully know if there's not by this episode. Uh, I'm going to say hopefully by this episode, but I doubt it actually happens. It's going to be by Megacon. My Ahsoka cosplay will be done. Hopefully. By Megacon, it will be done. Because well, I have tickets to meet Ashley Eckstein, and I want to wear my Ahsoka costume when I meet Makes her. Makes sense. 
I just need so. to do the belt and the headpiece, and the headpiece I've started. There you go. So, we are 10 minutes, less 8 minutes before 10 o'clock by the time I need to be in bed. Let's get through this tiny little bit of fandom news. Phew. Yes. And uh, do this outro. And uh, oh, wrap this up. Yep. So, yeah, we're going to go into the fandom news. And, yes. Real uh, quick. We'll, yeah. Go. See you there. So the Multiverse of Madness breaks first day ticket sales record on Fandango for 2022, beating out Scream, Uncharted, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and The Batman, the latter of which made over $700 million at the box office so far. The original Doctor Strange movie made $667 million worldwide, and by the looks of these first day sales alone, the sequel will most definitely beat it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Muni announced the cast for their high-flying production of Disney and Cameron McIntosh's Mary Poppins, which includes Jenna DeWall as Mary Poppins, Corbin Blue as Bert, Andrea Burns as Winifred Banks, Nahil Joshi as George Banks, and Darlicia Kersey as Birdwoman slash Miss Andrews, which will perform um, from July 5th to the 13th of this year. Um, the Tony and Olivier award-winning musical Kinky Boots will return for a highly anticipated off-Broadway engagement at Stage 42. Performances will begin on July 26th with an open ni- opening night set for August 25th. Also, if you've never seen Kinky Boots, you must go see it. It is amazing. Um, American Repertory Theater at Harvard University announced the entirely female cast and non-binary, and non-binary. cast. And uh, also, its creative team of the upcoming revival of 1776, directed by Jeffrey L. Page and Diane Paulus, co-presented with Roundabout Theater Company, and the production begins performances at the Lub Drama Center in Cambridge, Massachusetts, on Tuesday, May 17th. Yes. Super sweet and short this week. Yes. I've seen an all-female production of 1776, or there was one near me that I could have seen mm-hmm. before. Which I love, because that musical has no women. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, yeah. So, will we see them in the outro, Em? We will see them in the outro. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. We are a proud part of the Real Fans Network. That's right, and if you want to check out more shows on the network, you can find them at rf4rm.com. Join us next week, where we will be talking about the history of Marvel Comics and Stan Lee. Remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you thought of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FanFatalesPod for the latest updates and to possibly be featured in a future episode. Now, Emma, where can the people find you on social media? So my Instagram and TikTok are both at SniffyEmma, which is S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. What about you, Gabs? I'm at Gabby Gent on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. That's G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T. Our music is by our amazing friend, Maddie Macon. And our editing is by the wonderful Kara Linsmeyer. As always, thanks for tuning in. Bye! Bye. The views expressed in this episode do not reflect the brand or company thereabout.